<laughs> I do that at work all the time. Yeah. I'm like uh, this uh, chair uh, is just slightly odd on the bottom and it Yeah. I'm gonna bump the table a lot like <laughs> like that. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> I'm gonna keep bumping it. Oh fucking well. Um yeah. Welcome to the Mayweather Reunion Show. Uh-huh. Family re- Mayweather Family Reunion. Oh, boy. What a thrill. What an absolute tour de force. Yeah. I- Imaginative, creative. <laughs> These are the words that come to mind. What a yeah. beauty. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, this is an episode of Enterprise. It's, we're, we watched it. We watched it, tw- I don't know, I watched it twice. Did you I watch watched it, tw- it? I mean, I've watched it before. Yeah, but like this, this go around. <gasps> I watched it twice. It was a struggle not to like look at my phone. Uh-huh. I hate looking at my phone when I'm watching something, like I get distracted yeah. by something. Oh, yeah. I get frustrated when other people do it. And then it's like, wait, who was that? Who's this? <laughs> wait, what's going on? And then I have to like. I will just pause it and just rewind yes. it and be like, I would yeah. rather rewatch this mm-hmm. than explain any of this. Like that, <laughs> I don't care what it is, even if it's something I like. I'm yeah. just like, I, I can't explain it well. The show no. actually did it like it, better than I can. So, anyway, um, yeah, the show it's here and that this. Really pushed things forward, and we got to know Mayweather so much so better. So well, as a sitcom character, because <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's not even not even a funny sitcom. It's just a... actually, you know what would have spiced this up is a laugh track. That's what this episode needed. He's like, "Hey, you might want to change out of your uniform," <laughs> or like everybody going, "Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah." There we go. Yeah, that. <laughs> the hot blonde girl comes into his room and everybody goes, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't introduce ourselves and like, you know, do the this is blah, blah, blah when we open up. So I'm going to do that right now. This is Ann and Adam and we're Star Trek stuff and we're watching Enterprise. So you don't have to. That's, that's <laughs> literally why we do this. We are here for you. Yeah. Yeah. We are sacrificing quite a lot you keep re-watching tng you rewatch old tos yeah maybe some voyager i think voyager yeah. gets a lot of rewatches oh, on yeah. netflix well, supposedly Deep space nine Deep space nine shitloads Ob- of rewatch obviously yeah, yeah. great yeah. rewatch um and then you get to enterprise and you're just like i remember <sighs> a couple good episodes but otherwise i didn't really i don't even really remember much about it yeah because it just went through you and you mm. were like yeah it just wasn't as good or whatever Passed but maybe i'll watch it again you. maybe it's better this time around yeah and we're here to let you know that it's not it's not and we are gonna save you the trouble mm-hmm. so um give us medals and money <laughs> actually give us money that'd be awesome patreon.com <laughs> slash star trek stuff yep i'm human i don't have any money okay so here we are we're flying in the space uh land with yeah, uh just to remind everyone where we are mm-hmm. um and milk toast is reading a book in his special gravity spot which sounds dirty as hell i don't want to say that <laughs> um 
It's that area of the ship where we saw him in the first episode where the gravity's upside down. And he's reading a book where he that he either just started a few minutes ago or he's a very slow reader. Yeah, he's a couple pages in. Mm-hmm. Somebody knocks on the door. He's got that prop, that great prop, um, the thermos yeah, that the we water saw. Bottle yeah, sort the of water thing. bottle yeah. kind of thing that we saw in the uh, Desert Island episode, mm-hmm. which they weren't on an island, but y- you get the idea. The, yeah. de- the Desert Crossing episode. Yeah, and it basically, he's got a call. He comes up, and it's a call to go to the bridge, and that's it. That's the end of the cold open. Yeah, so <laughs> if you weren't ready, then you are now. Yeah. You're hooked. Resistance is futile. And then uh, they play the horrible theme song that I'm going to sing at Adam's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> So we're in the situation nook. Everybody's gathered around talking about an actual scientific mission. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, not just a mission, quote unquote, that, you know, Jonathan wants to stick his dick somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) The white man must thrust. Yeah, exactly. It's Um, been a while since we've done the the white white man man must thrust. thrust. We should, yeah, we got to bring that back. Definitely. Um, So they've been asked by Starfleet Command, an actual command from Starfleet, but Admiral Forrest was just like, hey, uh, would you mind? I know this is a lot to ask, (laughs) but if you don't mind. Just like as a personal favor to me. Yeah. Just, you know, it would just be real cool. Yeah. Turn around and go in the opposite direction because there's some super weird planetary shit. It's going to explode, sort mm-hmm. of. It's going to shoot volcanoes all over the place. Yeah. Which I assume, or I think Earth was like that for a minute. Oh, yeah. It was just lava. Pretty much, It was just yeah. lava. And, yeah, and, then, and, and yeah. then the moon crashed into us. Oh, my God. So then it was up. lava for even longer. God, this place used to suck. <laughs> Trip says, some geological fireworks could be fun, but it sounds so much like he says... From jailhouse to fireworks could be fun. And I'm like, that would be amazing if he said that. But that's not, you know. That would be amazing if that's the band name you picked. Because (laughs) from jailhouse to volcano planet? What? Jailhouse to volcano. Or to fireworks. Or or jailhouse fireworks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm jumping way ahead to the end of the the episode. but. Well, just write it down. I could, yeah, I couldn't. Co- I could. I came up with one, but it wasn't super original. So yeah. I like that. Well, my f- the best thing about this is that it would totally make sense, except that Rick Berman hates serialized television because he was really way ahead of his time. This pattern indicates two-dimensional thinking. I still can't believe the cold open wasn't like anything except what happened. Even yeah. even like, hey, volcano planet, and then somebody else goes, dude, and then. <laughs> <laughs> That's an intro. Uh, That's how you do a Star Trek intro. Yeah. (laughs) So in the captain's quarters, some unknown time later, because they don't tell us anything like that, uh, Milktoast comes in and tells Ahab that he wants to meet up with his family's ship because, you know, he's a boomer. That's the thing we know. Yeah. He's a space boomer. And he occasionally plays tricks on people. Occasion, You know, whatever. Which happens Um, off screen. Yeah. Why can't that um, happen on screen? God, that'd be f- 
Yeah, that'd be. I mean, that could at least give him a goddamn personality. Could be kind of funny, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. I'm, I don't think pranks are all that funny. What happened to your leg? He amputated it while I was sleeping. Ha ha. Got you. Anyway, he comes in, tells Ahab that he wants to meet up with his family ship because they're going to be close by. And they make this arrangement. They're like, okay, well, we'll pick you up after we're done studying Volcano Planet. We learn that uh, his father has been ill for some time and he wants to visit. And his mother says she's that he's going to be okay uh, because she's a medic. And uh, obviously that makes it okay then. Like, he yeah. could have bone cancer. We don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, she doesn't either because she's also the chief engineer. It's fun that they went with... Just sort of generic, he's been sick. Because mm-hmm. I think if it was something like he has Balorfalorf's cancer right. disease of the face, whatever, right. we'd all be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Turn around and go to a planet. Like, <laughs> what are you, what are you insane? Your mom like knows how to like, you know, patch up a wound or something, right. but she's going to take care of Balorfalorf face melting disease. My point. Yeah. That is my point. I guess, it, it still feels uncreative though. Yes. You know. Yeah, it's it's really pretty standard storyline stuff. Like this could be just a fable from you know medieval Europe. You know, uh, th- this is heading for in the living years territory. Okay. Oh, I hate that song so much. Oh yeah, I hate that song so <laughs> much. When I was a kid, we would take the uh, we were we go to i forgot if it was to or from church or whatever mm. on on the i guess on the way back from church they would have uh, uh casey Kasem would be on yeah. you know doing the top 40 thing yep. and every single week here's a letter dear casey turns out my father who was a total dick but died blah 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 i wish i told him that he was a dick or whatever the yeah. thing is you know and then the, can you play in the living years by mike and the mechanics here you go oh, and then God. just we're Every single week, over and over and over again. I hate that song more than everything. It's the worst. Yeah. You didn't have to write into Casey Kasem. You were Uh going to hear the song Uh because a thousand other people wrote the exact same letter. Yep. It was annoying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but God damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. I hate this episode, and we're only four minutes in. Um, (laughs) I do like the situation graphics, how they're not super detailed, Mm -hmm. and they're just like, I don't know, this kind of thing. They're like DOS, practically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They look worse than the uh, computer graphics of the time when it was made. Which is kind of funny. Kind of funny. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. It's like they, they regressed a little too much. Like they were yeah. like, well, we're not going to have, you know, we don't have TNG or TOS technology, but let's have like 20 years ago technology. That's very strange. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do. Star Wars had to do the same thing mm-hmm. when all the prequels were out mm-hmm. and everything was overly shiny and, and yeah. nice looking. And it's like, oh, wait a second. One thing about the originals is that it all looked kind of beaten mm-hmm. and like worn in yeah. the vehicles and the, and so uh, they had to, in episode three, start kind of dumbing down the aesthetic, <laughs> you know, make things look blockier and chunkier <laughs> and stuff. It's like at the end of episode three, they're like, oh, wait, shit. Everything still looks too good. Uh, An error. In this conversation, like it's, you can totally see this kind of 
this like little dynamic where Ahab's like taken this guy under his wing and you know it's kind of a mentor kind of conversation because he talks about how he almost got into the cargo ship business and he teases this long story and doesn't say why he chose that in the end dear god jonathan i bet it's super interesting well see i was gonna be a uh, a cargo freighter captain but then I remembered my dad is really famous. Yeah. So I get to drive the first Warp 5 ship. And I figured, why don't I just do that instead? I had to make dad proud because he died, you know. And I am a very, very good son. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I meme I made, good son. that's still the, the thing on, on iTunes is still my favorite thing I've ever made in my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I don't uh, give a shit. That's just awesome. <laughs> the only smart, like, interesting thing that they talk to each other about is that he says he'll have flocks go over to their ship and take a look at Milktoast's father. And I'm like, yeah, they should have a doctor. My God, what is this, the Dark Ages? Florida Man and T'Pol talk about scanners and other instrumentation that they're going to use to monitor the crazy volcano planet. These actors have fucking great chemistry like they're just talking about like stuff and th they're just adorable it's nice to find someone i can talk to about stuff and junk yeah it's like we feel the same way about junk and stuff or whatever i'm so glad they gave up on the t'pol ahab thing oh that was the worst idea Ugh. and then boy does this get ruined later but <laughs> but he basically asks her for a movie date yeah he's like hey we're gonna show uh the, the frankenstein trilogy he mentions the Western. Do you remember? Was that what they watched in a previous one yes. or something? They watched the Western in when they were stuck in the uh, catwalk. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And that was another one where Ahab was like, you know, you should fraternize with the crew. Oh, it's fun. It's fun to be friends with friends. Oh, it's fun. It's fun to be friends with friends. And she does say something that makes sense, which is like, why is sitting in a room not talking to each other fraternizing? But I don't know. I yeah. mean, she's right. But yeah. like, uh, it is, you know, but yeah, he's pretty much just like, hey, come on, check it out. Science run amok, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's so flirting with her. Like he gives her the eyes and he gives her the smirk and, you know, and all that. Yeah. This begins um, here, I guess. Yeah. She says he, he'll he have plenty of time to practice her his harmonica. And I'm like, when was that brought up? I don't remember anything about him playing a harmonica no me either that is weird and yeah. it sounds like a euphemism you'll have plenty of time to play with your harmonica but yeah that's never happened yeah the, i've uh, never seen him even hold a harmonica yeah what is that maybe there was some scene in some earlier script that got cut out or something that's the only <laughs> thing i can just, think of and like, they just missed like, it here yeah. <laughs> mm, it's weird there's a big hole there so evidently they're gonna have movie night uh, every night this mission and i'm asking why did he have to talk the chef into it um use of the mess hall i guess that's gotta be it yeah i mean where else are they gonna oh they could do it in the big bay shuttle, yeah the, the, the shuttle, shuttle bay, bay thing yeah and that's like <laughs> that's so funny what an asshole thing to do <laughs> he's, he's just like well we got enough space here but uh i'm an inconvenient chef <laughs> yeah. i don't want anybody touching my tools <laughs> exactly is chef gonna cook or like does is he gonna make those terrible nachos with cheese oh, that smells like feet the worst kind of nachos uh -huh. like ballpark nachos are the same nachos mm -hmm. but for some reason they're not as bad 
as, as cinema nachos. Yeah. yeah, I one of my first jobs when I moved to Athens was uh, one of the the older theaters, and you took cheese out of this giant can, a can. Oh, a big number ten can, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yep, another and one. You'd put it into the heating thing, and it would just sit there and be warm for like eight to ten hours. And then you had to scoop whatever you could out of there and put it back into the can. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Let me tell you, that cheese, it was like socks <laughs> and somehow cheese. Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh, the, the smell was just... Ugh. Get the cheese to sick bay. They're going to be watching Frankenstein, Bride, Bride of Frankenstein, and Son of Frankenstein. All classic. Son of, mainly because it's terrible. Have you seen those? No. I don't know if I've ever watched the original Frankenstein <gasps> all the way through. Honestly, the honestly, Bride of Frankenstein is better. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't really know why. I can't really put my finger on it. I think it has to do with the director. Okay. Um, also, just knowing some of the behind the scenes stuff um, is is great but yeah bride of frankenstein is is slightly better okay cool hell yeah he says that they might even watch abbott and costello meet frankenstein and i'm like no fuck just don't (laughs) do that to her (laughs) jesus christ torture is expressly forbidden under the terms of the soldonis four convention she says she has no interest in horror movies and he's like how do you know if you've never seen one and she whips around her head and gives him the most amazing what the fuck look she has ever done. <laughs> like she doesn't even have any lines, but her face just is like, are you fucking serious? It's beautiful. She's so awesome. She really is. Then in the mess hall, milk toast and Reed are sitting, having a meal, which makes me hungry. No matter what, whenever this show, whoever does the food on this show does fucking great work. I think that might have to be what we do one day is try and find the food designer <gasps> for this yes. show. And, and see then if we could talk to them. Yeah, and see interview them. A uh, good meal involves much more than simply providing the proper nutrients. Reed appears to be having steak and a baked potato, and milk toast seems to be having some kind of like pasta and green beans or something. Reed says the last his last family reunion was like a decade ago, and I'm like, I haven't seen any of my family for like decades, plural. Dude, for real? Yeah. I, oh, I'm, I got guilt and shit bef- uh, just for not going for Easter this year. <laughs> this year, I every single year. Uh, yeah, no. Easter no. and Christmas, baby. My family's up in Pennsylvania. It's not really drivable in a day. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's like a sixteen-hour drive. Over seventy thousand light years. Milk toast and Reese are talking about families and you know and and wanting to have them on starships, and I'm like, that's dangerous as fuck, as you have pointed out. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they should have a counselor regardless. Just the first season, one guy get pre- got pregnant. Several of them were poisoned to the point of almost dying by a hallucinogenic storm front, held hostage by Andorians. The ship is nearly destroyed by a bunch of aliens they never really meet. They decide to let an entire race die off, almost die again on a Klingon vessel and a gas giant. Several of them, uh, a couple of them almost freeze to death in a shuttle, again taken hostage by Ferengi pirates this time. Sent to a Sulaban prison planet, the whole ship is attacked by a cum monster, duped and stranded on a desert planet with Mr. Krabs, and then they destroy an entire colony of people. <laughs> they need a counselor. Adventure! 
think I'd need a whole team of therapists. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nightmare, oh, man. So the way Milk Toast describes a cargo ship being so ta- tight knit. Sounds fucking awful. That does sound awful. I, I am so fucking awkward. Everyone would hate my fucking guts within the year. I'm fairly sure. I think it's one of those situations. What he's describing is that you can't move five feet without bumping into your babysitter or your yeah. aunt or whatever. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, not exactly how I want to live either. No. Um, but I think that when you're in close quarters with that many people for that long, it all, everyone just kind of forgives your your bullshit. I super hope so. You know, you just kind of have to get over it. See, I I changed schools a lot growing up. Yeah, like, I I I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but I changed schools thirteen times. Thirteen from K, from K through twelve. Wow. Times. Oh my god! No, yeah. I, no, you did not tell me that. Yeah, like we moved districts like every year instability at 21 percent. so here we get the first pitch of oh maybe we should bring our families along Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and travis is just adorable in this he is a teddy bear with muscles (laughs) i mean and reed is just it's just perfectly like buttoned up British, like, oh no, it wouldn't no, to see my be family at all. Well, he obviously Ugh. does not have a good relationship with his family. <laughs> like, we know this. Okay, so he says that it would be awful having mm-hmm. his parents around. Mm-hmm. But the way his parents talked about him and his sister talked about him in the, in the birthday cake yeah, episode yeah. or whatever, it just doesn't sound like they know him. Exactly. Yeah. Probably the way he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the feeling that he's giving off. He's like, yeah, that would be awful. I don't like them. Oh, uh, that would be awful, sir. <laughs> Devoted leave. <laughs> I get real traditionalist right-wing vibes off of that dad. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> the mom, too, but only because the dad says so. I support the Falklands War. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher was the greatest leader we ever had. Love me some Boris. All right, sorry if I either insulted or entertained or whatever our UK <laughs> listeners, which we do have. Sorry about that, I think. I don't know. Fuck your right-wing politicians. <laughs> Ours too, 100%. Ours too. But, you know, uh, all right. Yeah. We're not going to get to Star Trek future by going for Fascism. conservative uh, bullshit. That is death. I think it's a celebration around the world. So about that time, adorable Milk Toast gets a call from his uh, mother. Like Hoshi tells him that he has a call from his mother. Luckily, off screen, we we get the news that his dad is dead because I really don't think I would have wanted to see that. Like I don't. I'm 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 glad it wasn't on screen. It would have upset me. I'm really wondering if this show, given their choice of theme song. Mm-hmm didn't really consider having a scene where he hears that and then he just like slowly turns away and then in the living years starts. My father, blah, blah, blah. Say it loud. (laughs) Say it clear. (laughs) Yeah, uh, maybe they should have. You can listen as well as you hear. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, I'm going to sing it at your funeral. Um, so, yeah, maybe they should have employed an actual fucking doctor on those cargo ships. He could be the janitor, too, you know? Like, yeah. Would have been made a lot of sense. And helm control and yeah. wardrobe and... Yeah. Yeah. 
launder launderer 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 a launderer a launderer yeah a launderer definitely a launderer yeah i know words i have the best words our next scene is back at the sweet spot ew um and ahab comes to comfort milk toast He's got plenty of daddy issues, and he can he knows he can exacerbate milk toasts. <laughs> he's he, he's like, I understand, Travis. My father, who built this ship and the warp, warp five, five engine, engine. <laughs> okay, uh, when he passed, I was like, oh man, now I'll be really famous. So I know <laughs> what it's like. Things are tough for me. Yeah. What's cr- what cracks me up though is that Ahab says that Trip told him what happened, and I'm like, what the fuck does Trip know? Yeah, that's weird. Like, did Milk Toast go? I gotta go tell Trip, and then I'll go to my secret sweet spot area. Like, that's just weird. Wouldn't it have been Hoshing? I would have thought so. Like, yeah. if anyone's in on the call, it's the comms officer. I mean, that's I don't. What I would have thought. I don't, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Trip is like the vortex. Of all gossip on the ship. And because I know we all know a person like that. Like they always know what the fuck is going on with everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, definitely. So I I bet that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, 20 minutes downtown or hanging out in normal town, a couple drinks in, somebody will tell you (laughs) something about somebody. Here in Little Athens, Georgia, uh-huh. everybody knows. Like, I, I've been so burning out on that shit. Like, people are just like, oh, man, so-and-so is a dick. You know, we got to, like, you know, not deal with him. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, you know what'll happen, I don't care though? anymore. You know what'll happen, though? People will, you know, not invite him to shit for about three weeks. And mm-hmm. then after that, everything is forgiven. Yeah, right. You know, Cause, like because it's just like oh, whatever. No matter what it is, we're on to the next thing. Exactly. And, all right. Um. So he actually died. The the dad, Milkto's dad, actually died six weeks ago, and the message never got to him. That's brutal. That is fucking brutal. That does suck. And of course, as anyone does, Milktos is like, why didn't I call him sooner? I could have blah blah blah. You know, I could have said the, it loud. I could have yeah. said it clear. Oh I could have listened. As well as I could hear. What is that style of music called? Like that and like <laughs> the theme question. song. Like there there has to be a name for that kind of bullshit. I guess uh, it's a pop ballad. Pop ballad. I guess. There, there, there needs to be more descriptive term to it. Like like uh, sickly sweet pop ballad. <laughs> like, anemic pop ballad. Anemic pop ballad. Yeah, just something that projects that kind of saccharine pop ballad yeah. I don't know. songs from the heart that sound entirely heartless you know it's the heart of a heartless world manufactured songs <laughs> songs an ai wouldn't even have written <laughs> yeah. uh chat gpt give me lyrics for a really awful brian adams r- rod stewart song <laughs> It would not come up with Faith of the Heart. No. It would come up with something better. It would come up with something better than Mike and the fucking mechanics. Um, so I wanted to make a note here. Not a bit of this boring motherfucking ass episode is the fault of Anthony Montgomery. He is terrific. His crying is fucking natural and touching. 
I wish they could have given the scene a little bit more time. Um, maybe some of those long silences that you have when you're talking to somebody that who's, you know, just experienced, uh, you know, somebody they love dying, but yeah, none of this is the actor's fault. I don't think so either. I don't think, I don't think it's his fault either. It's I mean, just terribly bad writing. I saw some criticism of it saying that Anthony Montgomery wasn't great in this. You know, it's like, okay, here's your chance to shine. And yeah. he w- didn't. Um, that could I, be the director too, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. It's hard to... It's hard to quarterback that for me. Mm, There's, mm. I, I don't think he's that bad in it. I don't think he's amazing in it. I think no. they kind of gave him the spotlight for a second and he didn't mm. do a whole lot with it. Yeah. Well, so much of this is so rushed too, though. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. every story beat, it's like, okay, okay, get to the next one, get to the next thing. You know, it's, there's yeah. nothing, there's no time spent with these characters. And and when there is, it's really dull. You were saying maybe those long pauses or something. Yeah. You can achieve that on TV in mm-hmm. like just a couple seconds. Absolutely. You don't need to actually have like a long like thing where they're just kind of sitting there or whatever. No. You can get that effect in very little time, but just just give it a couple of seconds mm-hmm. here or there mm-hmm. where it's that difficult emotional space. And and we as viewers don't know whether this was that was edited out. That's true. You know, it could have been amazing been. in the edit. Mm-hmm. Could have been amazing in the edit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. I, well. But the way they edited it, directed it, acted it, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so cliche, and there's no imagination to it. It's just this like really wrote. What well, I mean, okay, I'll just. We'll just get through yeah, the we'll fucking get, episode. We'll get through the episode before we're... Yeah, okay. Destroy it. We shall soldier um, on as Reed... Uh, his, I don't care. Whatever. All right. Uh, <laughs> something about Reed and military bullshit and whatever. Uh, so down in Flocks Bay, Paul and Flocks are talking about the movie night thing. And she's like, I'm sure I'll hate the movie and I'll have another headache. And they just start, they, the two of them are just cute. I love them. Every time they have a scene together, mm-hmm. it's the best scene in the episode. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're just both fantastic. And they're always like, these people are insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really screwed up staying on this boat. We must activate the auto destruct sequence and use the escape pods to evacuate the ship. Does her hair look less like a wig yes. now, or is that just a better? I don't know. I don't know if it's a better wig, better um, because there's so much of wigs that is smushing your own hair down that it's possible that maybe they've gotten maybe she got a haircut and it's easier to smush her hair down or something. I don't uh, know. Okay, but yeah, it definitely is looking a lot better. Killing it with that pixie cut kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So now we're in space, and uh, we're the 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 inner poop is coming alongside this uh, this freighter. I love this freighter design. Mm-hmm. It's very expanse. It's very space trucker. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Space trucker. Oh yeah, that's right. Space truckers. Mm-hmm. This is John Canyon, inbound from Mars City. Calling in and pork. I've got 147 trailers of Mars finest genetically squared jacked up hogs, which naturally I want to dump as soon as possible. 
So Trip is walking milk toast to the other ship and he really wants to see the engine room in the horizon because supposedly uh, Zephyr Cochran signed the inside of all of the warp reactors he designed, which is adorable. Like That is such a cute little like world building thing. He's all done and he's like, wrap this up. Everything's everything's good here. And so he just kind of takes a pen and just writes, that'll do, pig. <laughs> right on the engine. Goes, all right, boys, close her up. Or his signature is peeing on it when he's drunk. <laughs> um, so what the sweet thing is he gives Milk Toast a bunch of photos from all of their quote unquote adventures, major PTSD <laughs> events. Um, and I'm like, you mean the ones that really kind of didn't have anything to do with him? <laughs> like, how exciting for his mother. Here's all these places that we went. Well, you didn't, but <laughs> we did. <laughs> Here's places you drove us to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's great. Hit it, I don't understand why Trip couldn't go look at the engine. He was just like, come on, I just want to see it. It's a whole engine. I just want to go look at it. And he's just yeah. like, he doesn't even tell him no. Yeah. He's just like, oh, but it's old. Right. He's like, but it's Evan Cochran with the That'll Do Pig. Right on. And he's like, uh, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. doesn't really get resolved no, there. No, it just ends. There's no yeah. real reason for him not to come over and go like, howdy, folks. You, you. And then, <laughs> hey, engine. All right, bye. And then leave. I don't, I don't know yeah. why that didn't happen. Yeah. Could have been kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. Maybe Mayweather's just like, nah, Florida man is not coming on. Like, <laughs> he's I do not, not coming on this ship. Want to introduce my mother to Florida man? <laughs> That's what it is. So we get to meet Milk Toast Mom. She's a gorgeous actress. I think the casting director did really well because she could absolutely be this dude's mom. Yeah. So this is Joan Pringle, mm-hmm. and uh, who. Just kind of glancing at the IMDb, uh, I think has the distinctive honor from being one of the only black people ever on Friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her, Aisha Tyler. That's about it. That's about it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Again, though, the story is just not very creative. The, the characterizations are just so, like, standard. Like, yep, put in the worried mom who asks him about how much danger he's in. You know? Yeah. I'd love to see a mom that was like, I know you can hel- handle yourself, and then tells a story about him almost dying some other time. You know? That would be just kind of more interesting. They don't really seem to give her much. Mm-hmm. And all she's doing is dealing with, like, the boys. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and the shadow of the dad. I don't know. She's... Yeah, she just doesn't have a whole lot of fucking personality. Yeah. She has a whole lot of jobs, apparently. They wrote that, but they didn't. They didn't write anything for her to do. It really bothers me that she asks about the Romulan minefield because that really seems like something that should be classified. Like, actually, most of the things that they bring up should be classified. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think shit is so loose back then that that's yeah. just all this shit is just in the news. The, the I guess in the so. news or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it turns Earth out news. that the yeah. the Enterprise, because it's going to be like a famous ship, like they're going to talk about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it'll be on the news and stuff, stuff that they're doing. And so I, I could see them just not really <laughs> feeling the need out. to make anything <laughs> classified or anything. It's like Starfleet barely exists at all. Yeah. I love this set. 
I do too. What a fantastically designed set. It just looks beat to shit, but Mm -hmm. functional. Mm -hmm. It looks kind of has like a an an old subway Mm -hmm. kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. There's even a scene where they both stand still and have to hold on to the rails while the thing shakes around a bit, like a shitty public transportation situation. (laughs) Right, right. But it all looks worn in and beat up, but Mm -hmm. functional and uh, just I I love. The detail and, on and this set, wonderful. And you can actually kind of see the Enterprise in it, like like as though this design and with the labels on everything, as the as a mm-hmm. like this part is this part, and the, yep. you know all that. You can see that in the new ship, which is, I mean, whoever did the design, good job. Well done. They are on their way to Deneva Station. I don't know if you remember the TOS episode with the flying boogers. Flying boogers. The flying boogers of Deneva Station. Deneva's, yeah, of Deneva, they just call it. Oh, the flying parasites. Yeah. Yes, the flying boogers of they TOS. totally look like boogers, yeah. Those are so awesome. I love the set in that, because they shot it at like some science academy or something, and it was um, just awesome. I thought they shot it at the, uh, it was like a the World's Fair. TRW Space and Defense Park oh, in sweet. Redondo Beach, California. Nice. Oh, you know who has it now? Hmm. Northrop Grumman. We can kill anyone from anywhere for tons of money. Your tax money. No we bid contracts. Sure socialism never gains a foothold. You can blow up poor people from space, all with the help of of Northrop Grunman. Yeah, exactly. His mom assigned Travis his old room and arranged all of his old shit in his room, which seems so weird. I don't know. That's the thing with this, is putting all of his stuff back exactly how he had it. Yeah. That's weird. That is super weird. My parents could never do that. Yeah, and, and they wouldn't. Yeah, and they wouldn't, <laughs> and uh, my mom didn't have nine jobs yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and she absolutely would not have time for that shit. No. So I don't know how this happened. Yeah. So she leaves to go do one of her many jobs, and I'm sitting there going. <laughs> she has to scrub plasma injectors, which famously is like the shittiest grunt work yeah, in, in there engineering. Be some bonehead that she can get to do that. She's like, come drop by the engine room. It's so cool. Yeah. I, lo- I love the doors. I love all the set design. I don't mm. know if they just took the Enterprise set and just redid it or if they had to do a whole other thing. Probably. I don't know, but I love but it. But yeah. It I looks mean, great. It does look great. The next scene is him, him in the cargo bay meeting up with his brother. And before Milk Toast talks, we can see the worst actor in the world give this like non-committal mm-hmm to Milk Toast's <laughs> brother. And that motherfucker <laughs> shows up for more screen time for no reason at all. <laughs> it's so weird. He won a contest or something. The director's brother. <laughs> Nepotism. I think the family name might have helped just a touch. And this guy is the... Noctos brother, Paul. Now, for the rest of the time, I'm going to have to say Paul and Travis because they're both milk toasts. <laughs> the, the elder milk toast. I don't know. This guy's got more going on, like internally. The stuff with now I'm forced into leadership before I was ready sure. and all that. Sure. I don't know. I think he's got more going on internally than yeah. than they ever. I, I'm, I'm not going to call him Milk Toast. No, exactly. I've called him Paul and Travis. Yeah. But yeah, I, this actor 
does some kind of weird thing with his facial movements, though, that I don't really... Un- like, it might just be the way that dude talks. Okay. But it seems like a choice with the acting. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but he when he's more annoyed and um, being snarky, he talks like this and like moves his lips and his face all around like it's really <laughs> weird i'm like what are you doing dude that's not necessary he's done a bunch of stuff um he was in hidden figures which mm. is an exceptional movie yeah it is uh if you if you've never seen hidden figures see that uh spider-man he was in the oh. first sam raimi spider-man mm. apparently he mm. was just like kind of based Almost an extra yeah. chaperone in tram, <laughs> but you know, but he has been on a, a, a whole ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, young yeah. Sheldon, fresh off the boat, the or the Orville. He had a small role in uh, the mm-hmm. Orville. I don't know, Law and Order. Sure, um, yeah. Eh. So he's yeah, he's so a work- he's a working he's, actor. He's a working actor. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, but it is kind of obvious that Paul has some anger issues. You must learn to control your emotions. Right away, there's just a little bit of resentment kind of thing. Yeah, just, right a little, away, just a little bit. He's not going to put Travis to work. He tells him to change out of his uniform, and he tells him it's conspicuous. He is wearing the version of the uniform that's like pink with purple polka dots. So I suppose it's that's that might be it. If he was in the regular, bl- yeah, I have no idea why it, cons- <laughs> it, it blends in exactly yeah. with what everyone else is wearing. Exactly. It's even the same color scheme as uh-huh. what everyone else is wearing. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have his quilted vests on. Glad right. you're back. Cool. <laughs> back on the Enterprise Bridge, they talk about the sciency thing that they're doing, and the planet in the short shot that they give you is really cool looking. I love the way that looks. Mm-hmm. Just rivers of lava. It is a volcanic planet. It looks like hell. It's a hell planet. <laughs> it's a hell planet. Yeah. 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 Um, Ahab wants to share the pics that they get uh, with Earth Command or whatever. And poor Hoshi has a line. <gasps> she gets a line? Yeah. That's great. She even has two in this episode. Get the fuck out of here. Not with her in the, in the actual shot, though. I think it's just her voice. She just calls in. Oh, you have a phone call. Exactly. That's exactly the line. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So uh, a couple see a couple moments later, Florida man fucking mansplains Mary Shelley. It's infuriating. He's like the wife of a famous poet. <laughs> Who the I, fuck was the poet? Who was the poet? Percy Shelley. Percy Shelley. Lord Percy Shelley. Okay. Byron. Byron. See, if I had to come up with the famous Shelley in literature, I would think of Mary Shelley first. So would most people. The wife of a famous poet. Yeah. That sucks. I can't believe he fucking says that. They did that to Michelle Barrett when she died. It was was like wife of Gene Roddenberry's Uh ashes go to space. And it was like, kind of think she was like massive on the show. She was massive. (laughs) On on every uh, series except this one. Yeah. Hello, uh, computer. Is Commander Riker still on the bridge? Negative. Riker is currently in Holodeck 3. Uh, uh, Holodeck? uh, Where is that? Follow the comm panel lights. They will lead you there. So what I love, though, is she'd love to do a dramatic reading of the book. And I'm like, no. (laughs) No. Do you remember in school when you'd have to take turns, like, reading whatever you were reading out loud? Oh. See, 
I didn't mind because I could read the thing and project. Yeah. Right, yeah. I was a theater kid, so no problem. <laughs> right. But then you go to the next kid, and they're like, and then the door slammed, and the and you're like, oh my god, this is torture. I mean, it would be like if every if it's like, okay, here's a, a a math times tables or whatever like that. Everybody go. Do one, the next person right. do the next one, and it just gets to me, and it just, this shit just derails. Uh-huh. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Can I, I read remember. the paragraph of the other thing <laughs> or whatever? I, Can we go back to English, please? <sighs> yeah, Ugh. I hate that shit. And I'm like, and also, why in the fuck do they have such intense blonde highlights on Florida Man? Yeah, <laughs> they don't have a ship counselor, but they've obviously got a hairdresser. Jesus Christ, man. I love it because this was um, this was during a wave of what do you call them uh, boy, boy bands? bands. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that's from. Yeah, it's the boy band hair. I think I may have had blonde tips at one point <laughs> during during this time, like about really? like a, like a little after this. I think like around two thousand two or so. Black ass hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I, I I did some voiceover work for this salon or something. Mm. So they were like, well, here's a uh, gift certificate, basically. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me get it cut and then like do some blonde highlights. And they were like, you know, so like, are you a straight guy? or what? <laughs> <laughs> Like you could tell him trying to figure this out. He, he's trying to figure out what's going on. I'm just like, no, chicks dig it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> And I mean, I had the I had the money. I yep. could I could do yep. it because they gave me the, the gift certificate or whatever. So I was like, "Yeah, man, just go for it." <laughs> um, Give me that Justin Timberlake, baby. Oh God, the ramen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Who's getting highlights?" And I was like, "It's gonna be me." What I love about this, though, is that the conversation. You know, she's still like kind of denying him that she denying that she's going to go with him to this movie and Ahab can totally see, he can't figure out what's going on, but he can see there's something going on between T'Pol and Trip. What? Oh yeah. I got yeah. the complete opposite really? from this. Rewind it. Let's yeah, see. He's well, he's swooping in. He's, no, he's, no, he's like, he is not swooping in. This to, is a full swoop. This no. is a full Captain Ahab swoop. Keep, Go back to... I did. I went back. He's, he, like, he's like, I'll save you watch. some popcorn. He's like... Look at the look on his face. Yeah, Archie's looking at him like, what the look, fuck? He looks at her. He looks at him. He looks at her. He knows there's something going on. And he's like, yeah, you should Yeah, you, you should go. It might be fun fraternize. And she's like, but movie, no fraternize during movie. The whole thing with her in this movie doesn't make sense. Like, later on, it makes even less. No, I know. But I don't know. He's like standing like... Right on top of her, and he's like, "I'll be your date. I'll bring you to to yeah." And the, so he takes her to the movie. Right. I don't know. It, I, don't, I don't think that's it's a, a swoop. swoop. That's a swoop. That's well, what that. What, what could that be? Swoop. Other than that. Hmm. Look at the look on her face, though. She's terrified. She's terrified. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, he's just like, "Come on." I'll never ask you to sit through another one. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so uh, and the, the, he he walks off, and then she. Just kind of sits there for a second, just like, I really wish the dumbest fucks on this boat would stop throwing themselves at me. <laughs> it would be nice. I watched uh, uh, the Tim Burton Batman recently. Uh, that whole movie is just weird dudes throwing themselves at Kim Basinger. Yeah. Athens, Georgia's own Kim Basinger. Like, <laughs> it, that's that entire movie. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It starts out with the annoying reporter. Mm-hmm. Then I guess it's the Joker, mm-hmm. and then it's Bruce Wayne. After that, it's just weird fuckers. And, and Mike and Michael Keaton being weird Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. That, that's that whole movie. That's the plot of the movie. When you when you open it up on um on Prime or whatever, that's what it should say. When this little description. <laughs> Very weird dudes, increasingly weird dudes, throw themselves at Athens, Georgia's own (laughs) Kim Basinger. (laughs) But her reaction in that scene, that terrified, like, oh, fuck, I thought I was... I thought I had successfully avoided going on a date with Trip, and now I'm forced into a date with the captain. (laughs) (sighs) You have to fight to get her back, Captain. Back in the space truck, Travis is working on the navigation and did something to make things work better. And evidently all the other truckers can only say, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. But his brother comes in and is pissed that he's doing anything to his ship. And he's like, what if it breaks while you're gone? Don't fuck with my shit. I'm the boss. Uh, yeah. It just kind of has that shitty, insecure manager Super. vibe. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, and the mm-hmm guy is sitting there memorizing every, everything so he can tell everybody else. <laughs> yeah, there's this one cat that's just sitting here. He's just sitting there watching. That. Yeah. That's his whole, I don't think he has any lines. Yeah. He just He's just there to react and feel awkward. Watching think, these two brothers argue. Look yeah, at him. Yeah. He just, that's that's he's just sitting there. Just watching what's going on. Yeah. We'll be watching. Something yeah. about his vibe and his outfit says like he usually gets cast as soldiers or something. <laughs> he, um, there was, do you remember how there was a naked guy on Friends? No. Oh. What? Okay. All right, <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I was, you know. I, I didn't watch a lot of Friends. I, I mean, was I, older in the 90s, so I, yeah. I watched Friends. But uh, there was evidently some other... Uh, sitcom that had a naked guy and that was that dude he was a he was a naked guy that mm-hmm. was wait, in what? a different show okay so like wait what was what was friends what was the friends connection? okay so the the friends friends naked guy was in their building they could see into another building okay uh, of apartments okay and a, across the way and there was a naked guy that they could see all the time walking around his apartment doing okay. different things. Okay. And they would talk about, oh, naked guy's doing yoga or whatever. Okay. And uh, in some other recent sitcom, uh, they had a naked guy character. And the guy that's reacting in this scene was that guy, was that act, was that naked guy. Anyway, okay. So. What? Why did you bring a friend? Because I looked up that actor. And, and, he was, f- and how was it had anything to do with friends? Because he was a naked guy on a sitcom. <laughs> and the original sitcom that had that was Friends. He oh was the naked guy God. on a different sitcom. Let me find it. What was the sitcom? I don't remember. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna some shitty thing. Let me find this. Adam Paul. Yeah. See. Yeah, there's a naked guy. Mitch, the naked man on the CBS hit How I Met Your Mother. Exactly. Okay, so this guy was the naked guy on How I Met Your Mother. Exactly. Which 
basic people watch, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Well, basic people watched Friends, too. So Paul is super fucking hostile. Like, he just keeps getting, like, ratcheting up the hostility. And by the end of it, like, Travis is like, Jesus Christ, man, I'm I'm just going to leave. He's, like, over the top dick. And like Like, and he's grinning about it, too, which is fucked up. Oh, absolutely. And the way that he sort of turns in his chair after he's like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, and And he's, like, like, grinning. Yeah, that chair turn is so weird because it's just, it's, like, super satisfied. Like, (laughs) I am the boss. Yeah. And my ship sucks. <laughs> and my little brother isn't going to come along and make it suck less. Um, <laughs> Not while I'm the boss. Exactly. What a fucking prick. Put him in his place. <laughs> you have no power here. Travis is back in his room and this girl Nora comes in. The cool thing about Nora, and this is actually in the like the trivia thing on uh, Amazon... Do you remember the episode of Deep Space Nine when Julian is in a coma and he starts aging really fast? Oh, yeah. So the part where he goes up to the bridge and there's that like there's like a Dabo girl and there's like balloons and, and Garrick's like, happy birthday. And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And the, the, the Dabo girl like does the kind of Marilyn Monroe happy birthday song thing. Wait, why don't I remember that? Remember Julian's terrible aging makeup episode. Oh God, it was so bad. It was and so bad. not Siddig's best work, I gotta no, say. I not, don't think so. I think I feel great. like it was probably rushed. Oh yeah, probably. Know? Yeah, it was bad. And what's funny is that now that it's been thirty plus years, mm-hmm. like and that th- that's not the only time that they showed like an aged Julian Bashir. Yeah. Like Nah, man, that's not what he ended up looking <laughs> no. like. He looks incredible. Yeah, he's amazing looking. Yeah. <laughs> so she's obviously a childhood friend, um, but there's just nothing interesting about this conversation. She goes into how there's, you know, they're low on fuel. There's bad morale, blah, blah, blah. But it's I just want to fall asleep. Like there's nothing interesting. Right? It really is a chat GPT kind of episode. You know what I'm saying? I keep I keep thinking, and I feel, I, I don't know, ways about this, but like this ludicrously hot blonde chick like mm-hmm. comes into your room and goes, is just like, hey, and and brings up jumping on the bed. And gives you a full body hug. Like a lingering full yeah. body hug. Yeah. And then nothing, it just ends right there. There's yep. no... I don't There's know. not even really much sexual tension. Yeah, I feel like there could have been, or maybe mm. they maybe they tried it like that, and then they were like, "Nah, it's just not." Yeah, because that's not going to go anywhere, right? But at least it would have been interesting. Yeah, like what if he starts a, a long term, a long distance yeah. relationship? Why not with her or something? And you see, you, she comes up once in a while. That would have been great. She's real, but she basically becomes the uh, Canadian girlfriend. <laughs> right? You wouldn't know her. She's from Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody believes him that he has a girlfriend. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) That would be great. He's like, no, she's just she's on the freighter. I only get to see her every few years. And Reed's like, "Uh uh-huh, sure. (laughs) Um, and Andre Bormanis wrote this episode. And I'm just like, what the fuck? While sleeping. Other good episodes. He did, yeah. Yeah. This was the chance to give him personality and a backstory, you know, and it like just anything interesting. 
It's dull, plodding, pedantic. But yeah, so anyway, she talks about how Paul is fucking awful. And it's really, honestly, nothing the audience doesn't already know. I do like... Like the other crew members and stuff, she's just mm-hmm. wearing whatever. Like she just yeah. has like a polo shirt on. Yeah, actually, it does look a little too neat and pressed. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm <laughs> looking at it more or whatever, True. everybody on this sh- ship, I feel, should be a little bit grimier. Yeah, I agree. It yeah. should be a little rougher, a little bit, you know, more frayed looking. You know, not quite so like they just walked out of a J Crew catalog. <laughs> <laughs> they should be in like beat up jumpsuits or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would that would be appropriate. Yeah. Because the ship, they should match the ship, basically. So anyway, the ship is under attack. The space truckers are being attacked by space pirates. Um, the scene switches to the bridge, and the mm-hmm guy gets to talk. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. This is my move. It's called the naked man. He's playing Travis's usual role, just sitting there on the bridge, right. facially <laughs> reacting to things. Yep. And then maybe getting a line. He's the Horizon Milk Toast. <laughs> I'm going to put that on the list too. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to flip it over, and I'm going to put Milk Toast Horizon as a band name. <laughs> okay. Okay. Possible band name. Possible I've got a band name. I've got a decent list going. Yeah. Watch the guy. Uh, what is his name? Corey Mendel Parker. Yeah. Um, watch his face during the scene. We'll be watching. What are we watching for? Oh, his, that, oh, oh like, yeah. Watch his face when he talks. It's so weird. It's a bit stage actor. Like he's. It's That's like he's I mean. using his face to project more. Exactly. But um, yeah. this is not his first uh, film or television role at all. He's done a bunch of stuff before this. So, uh, but it's a weird choice. Maybe it, I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Anyway, so there's hull breaches and stuff. Paul is says to go as fast as they can, but Travis is like, "That's not going to work." Um, yeah, because this ship, and uh, I don't think we addressed it in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, but we've talked about it before, how these these old ships only go like, I don't know. Max warp, warp two. Warp two, yeah, yeah. 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 It sucks. They're talking yeah. about how they're going as fast as they can, and it's like 1.8. That's useless. The pirates put a tracking device on the space truck, and Paul's like, send someone to get off the ship. And Travis is like, whoa, don't do that. It's a super boom thingy. That's some bitch will go right through your leg. Yeah. Just ask Reed. <laughs> so they're in a they're in a shitty situation. They're getting shot at. Bang bang. We bang, have to bang. we have to drop the cargo, which will suck. I don't know how we pay rent after that. I don't know. I forgot what the deal is, but <laughs> I don't know why they do this job. They do but, have their own such little situation cubby. Oh, a cubby. Mm-hmm, that warp mm-hmm. two cubby, baby. The, the so Travis, their mom, and the um hmm guy talk about different ways to get to their destination safely. Um, these particular pirates have evidently attacked another ship like them and actually killed three of the crew. So they are legit dangerous. There's a shitty effects thing going on here mm-hmm. in this scene. So yeah, while they're in the danger cubby, camera's on Mayweather. Oh, he's yeah. in focus. But if you look at his brother behind him, mm-hmm. so he's standing in front of the green screen, which is like the, the stars coming at you, the mm-hmm. window screensaver kind of thing like that. And you can see like the green screen line around him. Yeah. It's even a little when bad. It, mm-hmm, even when it focuses back on him. Look, yeah. look around the edge Ooh. of his head. Yeah, that does not look good. I didn't mm. notice that. Mm-hmm. Travis gives them all kinds of pointers and like wants to use his experience to give them options. And Paul just is like, fuck you. <laughs> but I'm the boss, though. Yeah. 
super exciting. Why isn't um, Why isn't the mom the cat? Well, I guess because she's the already has nine jobs. Already, or yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. yeah, Travis is like Captain Ahab would never give in to pirates. You can't give them what they want. And Paul's like, "You're not part of the crew. <laughs> Fuck off." <laughs> That's such a shitty response. It's like you're not part of this. Actually, yes, I'm stuck on this boat. Right, right. I'm actually here <laughs> physically and would die. What do you think he's going to do? Just be like, all right, well, let me know how that goes and just go like kick it in his <laughs> exactly, room? Right, right. What is he going to do? With his platonic uh, hot friend or whatever? They just like hang out and play jacks. <laughs> <laughs> play chess. His mom is not helping. She's like, cargo can be replaced. She doesn't even address the fact that her son just is like being vicious. Yeah, for seriously. no fucking reason at all. <laughs> so then we're back over to the Enterprise, and it is movie night. Mm-hmm. Where the movie night thing takes a strange, a, a very a very quick turn that makes no sense at all. So Paul is completely bored by this. You get one yeah. shot kind of of the Frankenstein. I'm, I'm sure it was just green screen. They're all just looking at a green screen. And then they superimpose Frankenstein or whatever. And to Paul is working on an iPad. Yeah, that's the thing. No shits are being given, right? She's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm looking over the thing. I, I, I got to <laughs> send out invoices, whatever, whatever the boring shit. And Ahab's like, what? Come on, you're going to got to give this a chance, whatever. Yeah. And so, so Paul's like, fine, sitting here watching the thing. Flock starts talking. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, hey, this is neat. This is like so and so. The Basari. The Basari. Yeah. <laughs> These guys reanimate shit. It's pretty cool. They send some current. It's fine. It doesn't yeah. really work. Blah, blah, blah. But he's talking and he's going on. And then inexplicably to Paul, who 10 seconds before that was bored out of her mind. Yeah. And didn't give a shit about what was happening is all of a sudden like, uh, could you be quiet now? Oh, yeah. we're, we're trying to watch the movie. Would you like us to pause the movie so you can talk? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't understand the movie. Yeah, that's kind of weird. The whole movie thing only works at the very beginning where Chip's like, hey, want to go to a movie? Yeah, exactly. And, she, and she's like, wait. Like, there's a shot wait. at the end of that where she's like, wait, hold up. You know, I think he's asking me out kind of thing like that. Right. Then all of a sudden, Archer swoops in. Then all of a sudden, uh, um, she... Likes the movie? Like, bef- yeah. 10 seconds before that, she was like, this is so boring. I'm doing work. Yeah. I just, I don't, uh, this whole thing this whole thing doesn't work. I don't know. The best part of the whole scene, though, is while she's eating popcorn out of a bowl, which she's not supposed to do because she's Vulcan, um, Phlox is in back of her cracking up at the movie. Watch him. It's fucking hilarious. Watch him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like laughing like it's a comedy or something. It's so funny. That's awesome. I missed that. I love that. Oh, yeah. He's cracking up laughing. So <laughs> Frankenstein getting up and walking around. That's awesome. That is considered to be funny. So back on the space truck, someone, quote unquote, is messing with impulse stuff. And Paul is like, I'm going to bust his face and goes to see what's going on. And it's obviously Travis trying to fucking help. Right. But no, Paul is hostile as fuck for no reason again. Then, you know, it finally comes out like he's like, you left us and you abandoned us and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) You left our shitty town to go get a cool job in the city. Right. Why? Why'd you abandon us? Why'd you? Why did you not want to? 
work in the mud fields. Right, right. It's like, why would I? Yeah. What are you? Well, and the thing about it is, it's obvious that their sister has left this life behind too, but he's not pissed off at her. Wait, I don't remember the sister. So early in the uh, earlier in the episode when he's talking to his mom when he first gets on the ship, yeah, she talks about how his sister has told her about what he's been doing. Oh, okay. Wait, so where's the sister? Exactly. She's not on the ship, She's apparently. She's not on the ship. Do you think maybe there was a draft where like there was a sister and then they were like, oh, just ride it out for time. Maybe. Like we just have to make this about the two brothers arguing. Maybe. Yeah. What yeah. do we do with the sister when we have the mom there to like right. go between the two of them? I don't know. I've done that before. Like somebody like handed me a script and was like, I, this, uh, I, this just needs something. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and was like, why do you have these two characters? They do nothing. And yeah. I just cut them and just like. If you get rid of this, that you know, you tighten yeah. it up. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe. They just kind of forgot <laughs> that there was a line about the sister. Where the fuck is the sister? Yeah. Maybe she's on Earth actually having a good life. Yeah. Um, Travis is like, you have to put your personal feelings aside as the captain. I'm like, dude, you need to shut up. <laughs> like, st- what? Oh. The dude is trying to push his buttons. I'm honestly surprised that uh, his yeah. brother doesn't just swing on it. I, I- the thing about it is, I kind of would have liked it better if they had gone ahead and swung at each other. Because then they could get that tension out, yeah. and the rest of the time they would be focused on the issue and the problem. And then they could make up later. But the way it is, it's just this vicious little, like, you know, passive-aggressive fucking conversation and then somehow they make up later and i'm like dude that's not how shit goes do you think that it would have been too much like the tng episode family if they started punching each other out but honestly this episode is so cookie cutter Mm. that it would i don't think it would have made any difference at all you know what i'm saying like it's just there's nothing interesting about this episode like if they had if they got in a fight and then they were just like then they started laughing, like, what are we doing? We, we, we would probably be sitting here going like, and then they do a shitty version of that scene from Family when uh, yeah. when Picard and his brother if, punch each other out. If I had had my druthers, I would have had them fight, and then right at that moment had the pirates come back, so they have to stop their fighting and work together. Okay, okay. And then later they could have kind of a resolution conversation. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that well, that yeah, I, that works I think for me. that that just would have had held the drama closer mm-hmm. instead of just having like this vicious asshole. And then the sister pops up. Glad you guys are getting along. <laughs> there may have been lots of reasons they couldn't do that for some reason, but um, but yeah, it's just you abandoned us. You weren't here when Dad died. Blah blah blah. You didn't say it loud or clear. You didn't listen as well as you could hear. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. I managed to remember the second worst song ever written. (laughs) Instead of the one that starts the show. (laughs) And you brought it in. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's the thing is, I'm going to do nothing but think about that song. Oh, no. And try and find parodies or something. And I'm going to like clown on it and be randomly like walking the dog just going, you can listen and where you here. Man, like, it's a good thing you don't have kids. 
<laughs> for so many reasons. So many reasons so for me too. Many um, reasons. But yeah, Paul gets like right up in Travis's face and is like, I blame Starfleet for not being able to find a crew. And I'm like, I'm fairly sure it's your personality. <laughs> but like Travis is like, you know, take down the upgrades and and uh, or uh, Paul tells him tells Travis, take down the upgrades that you just put in. And he's like, take them off yourself. I'm gonna go to my room. I think Corey Mendel Parker does a good job coming in and being convincing as this character. Yeah, I do think yeah. that he's good in this. He's, I mean, it's the most emotionally immature character I've ever seen. Yeah, but he's believable. He is believable. Like yeah. we've definitely had managers like this oh yeah like people that are real real respect my authority mm-hmm. him going into do you know how hard it is to find new crewmen because mm-hmm. like they want to be cool like better. you <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah the job sucks yeah you're doing it's kind of terrible yeah you're doing the nobody wants to work anymore thing uh-huh. <laughs> it's like no no one wants to do that this job anymore yeah because it sucks uh-huh. I was like, I'll confine you to quarters. And I'm like, dude, look at those muscles. You do not have those muscles. I could do it. I'm the captain. Ooh, maybe I'm that's big. why they didn't do a fight. Oh, because nobody would believe that Milk Toast could get hit. <laughs> I mean, he's not in bad shape. No, no. The dude is not in bad shape, but I mean, Milk it, Toast it been is funny. all muscle. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I, 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 think, I think he looks pretty good. And then we get to the this mess hall, which is brilliantly done it, it just looks like a really shitty version of the mess hall that we know mm-hmm, on enterprise mm-hmm. yeah and it just sucks and it's funny because it's like it's clearly the same food designer or whatever because he's like well oh i kind of miss these uh, shitty you know, ration pack things right. and, and his mom's like fresh strawberries yeah. <laughs> and beautiful looking cheesecake you know and i'm like um okay. it looks fantastic yeah it's it's a nutri it's like they wrote nutri pack yeah. Nutripack strawberry shortcake. That should just be like a weird brick Absolutely. of strawberry shortcake-ish yeah. flavored bullshit. Yeah. But it's like a legit strawberry shortcake <laughs> right. that they put on the table. And I think they just told the food designer, yeah, it's like a strawberry shortcake thing. And yeah. so she just here she just like made it. Like, here, here you go. And they're like, all right, fine, whatever. We whatever, don't care. We don't care. <laughs> this is a filler episode. We don't give a shit. <laughs> In the mess hall, mom comes in and tells him to talk to her before he makes modifications again. Um, And she says she's been playing referee between him and Paul all their lives. And I'm like, maybe a fucking counselor on boy would be a good thing. You're both jerks. Yeah, he's like, oh, maybe I should just stay because, like, Mm -hmm. it sucks here now after I left. And she's like, well. No, you're not fucking doing that. No, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. Do you have any idea how much it would suck to have your brother as your captain? (laughs) <laughs> no way you would stay here if I, if you were actually if you actually stayed. Yeah, the way he talks about Captain Archer doesn't really line up with reality so far. <laughs> <laughs> this happens a lot where they cast an actor that is clearly written younger yeah. than the actor is. Yeah. On this show, it's Mayweather. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still young. He's still very baby-faced, you know. Very. It's written like he's 18 or something, yeah. and he's clearly not. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kim was the same way. Yeah. Like, if you look at it in the script, you would assume Harry Kim is like he's fresh fr- out of the academy. He he's fresh out of the yeah. academy, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's just like a mm-hmm. hey, baby. Uh, and then on Picard, a guy who is 35 is playing Picard's 20 
early 20s son. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like, you seem to just kind of keep missing mm-hmm. these age mm-hmm. things. Um, and I don't know. not growing them as time goes on. Because Milk Toast, honestly, there's not a whole lot of difference between his character now and his character in like the first fucking episode. You yeah. know, like he didn't, it's not like he grew, he has stubble on his face or any kind of character growth at all. He's still the like the wide eyed little, you know, puppy dog. Yeah. And same thing with Harry Kim. Mm-hmm. It's like by season seven, the only effort that they did to make him like be an adult was I think he had some confrontation with Janeway where he's That's like, oh, I should have been promoted by now. And he doesn't get and promoted anyway. Doesn't happen. <laughs> That and then uh, he gets the what if at the end he's like what if the real voyage is the friends we made along the way speech at the end or whatever to show like you know oh he's a grown up now it's like nah no No. he's really not yeah he said said shit that sounded profound when you are a child uh huh I can't take myself seriously like this yeah but so Travis says that Paul isn't really ready to be captain and then his mom talks about how their dad was a really shitty captain at first too. So <laughs> kind of makes him makes him feel better, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> she tells him to go back to the enterprise. <laughs> no, you should not drop out of college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to come back and work this shitty job. Yeah. With your family back here in the coal mines. <laughs> Basically. She is good, though. Like, mm-hmm. she is absolutely believable in this role. Her earliest credit is in 1973. Nice. And she had several roles yeah. on TV in the early 70s. And Very cool. Two or three a year. Yeah. Yeah, like all through nice. the 70s. So back in the captain's dining room, they've got the cool volcano planet in the background, and it is a great shot. Like, oh, that is an yeah. awesome-looking shot. Um. It looks so good. It really does. It's so cool. I'd love it if there were more lighting choices on that. Like maybe they would tone down the the light in the captain's dining room and bring more of a kind of an orange glow from that. But that's just me being picky as hell. I guess, but dimmed lighting while eating means like Ooh, romance yeah. on oh, screen yeah, right. and it's already the three right. of them and he already swooped in on his di- <laughs> his attempt to get a <laughs> right. movie date from her right I, if okay if they had done that i think i would have a better case true for him true. him trying to swoop in yeah <laughs> i do I, okay this scene okay so this scene knows how to like be awkward for a second so like mm-hmm. they know how to do that like what they should have done yeah. In the upside down scene with Mayweather, is that they keep asking her, What'd you think of the movie? Mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. like, Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Come on. What'd you think of the movie? Yep. And then she just stops, picks up a glass of water, drinks a little bit of the water, and looks at that. She's just like, looking at on. them, puts it back down. <laughs> And then she says the protagonist was interesting, who was the Frankenstein's monster. And they're yep. very confused by this. But that's it. That's good. Like mm-hmm. you can do that mm-hmm. funny. You could also do that poignant. Absolutely. I yeah. really wish that that would have would have happened. Yeah, agreed. I think agreed. it would have made us care a little bit more, and, uh, and maybe think better of of Archer, like that he's willing to, you know. Yeah. For I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's 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 just lost opportunity after lost opportunity. Opportunity plus instinct equals 
profit. So the conversation is still about horror movies, which I think is bizarre. Do you talk about a subject for that fucking long after you've... I don't know. It just seems rough. How long, well, how long is this after the I assume the movie? They, they came back to dinner. But the thing about it is when Art Ahab was talking to her, you know, when he swooped in, um, he said dinner, then the movie. So now they're at dinner oh, again. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. It may have timed out where they had to do movie then dinner. It always Maybe. makes more sense to do movie then dinner because then I you agree. can talk about then the movie. You can talk about the movie. That's how exactly. that needs to work. I don't know why people do dinner then movie. That's I, true. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, I did love this part where he t- she talks about a Vulcan technique where they expose themselves to disturbing imagery to see if it will provoke an emotional response. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, as, as oh, part yeah, of the, the training and everything like that. Yeah. And Ahab's explanation that being scared gets the heart pumping, I'm like, that's dumb. That is the dumbest. That is not why people watch horror movies. That's not why people enjoy horror movies. That's not why people like to get scared. But anyway. Why do people like to get scared? It's actually a decent question. I personally think it's a matter of practicing. Okay. It's it's what would I do in a bad situation? And I want to be prepared i want to feel fright so that i know how i will react okay do you think that like people do that on purpose like yeah really well i don't think it's the conscious thought in the front of your mind okay but when you are the reason for stories the reason why people like true crime the reason why you know especially women yeah is because they want to be prepared they need to know what has happened to other people so that they can kind of be immersed in it and, and be prepared. Okay. Um, and I think that's kind of how fear, you know, like horror movies and going to a a haunted house and stuff like that. It's kind of like, I'm going to put myself into this safe situation where I will feel fright so that when I, so that when, and if I do have a, actual scary situation i know how i handle myself or i know how to handle myself i didn't believe these simulations could be this real anyway so she sympathizes with frankenstein's monster she points out that he was treated with anger and fear just like vulcans were when they uh came to earth um and she says she's going to recommend it to saval ambassador saval oh that guy yeah Yeah. and she then says she's looking forward to bride of frankenstein what dreams i had of my mate then ahab and trip give each other looks that say i can't tell if she's fucking with us or not and i love it very it's it's very (laughs) corny dad maybe inviting her wasn't the best idea yeah look at that (laughs) (laughs) yeah the b story ends on a funny you know haha kind of note um and Hoshi calls in and says you might want to take a look outside and they show the volcano planet just completely all of the volcanoes going off at once. It rolls. Yeah. It, it's awesome. Straight Mustafar. So they actually have to take the ship higher into a higher orbit because of the damage it might sustain. Um and there's actually microscopic yeah. life on the planet. I found something and then this horrible line that's just jammed in it it feels very unnatural. She she's like oh. she's like oh we found some some bio readings to quote Doctor Frankenstein it's a lie yeah like just what? terrible let's that... boo it would have been so much better if she'd just just been just been like uh, there appear to be bio readings and he's like 
oh, what? I thought it was uninhabited. Okay, his line is, I thought it was uninhabited. And then she just goes, it's alive. Yeah. That would have been much better. Way funnier and more subtle. And maybe with an eyebrow raised. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been that would have been great. But no, right. they had to put in to quote Doctor Frankenstein. We're doing a reference here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember the Frankenstein bit from four seconds ago? Yeah, exactly. And then we're we're back on the, the garbage scow or yeah, whatever. The we're back scowl. on the event horizon. <laughs> so the bad pirates are back. They want them to surrender the ves- vessel and evacuate the crew, and they don't want to, you know, negotiate or anything. Um, I love this alien design. He looks pretty cool. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Why does Trek keep doing this? These one off uh, designs Mm -hmm. are their absolute best. Yeah. They decide to cut the cargo and fight with the the ship. And Travis takes the helm, uh, which is, you know, the full circle moment of the episode. (laughs) Anyway. So Paul is wearing this. Okay, this what bothers is, me what so is much. This vest. He's wearing this vet, this quilted vest, and it zips in the front. And while he's sitting there, it's all bunched up around yeah. his chest it and is. shit, and it looks terrible. <laughs> like, do a Picard maneuver and pull that shit down. It would be awesome if, like, after they get out of this, he does the Picard maneuver, yeah. and he just like kind of. Grabs his vest. It's just like now I'm a captain. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just straightening his vest, but we, we know, know what, what that is. means. Yeah. It's great. So they let the cargo containers go, and it's just the cab of the truck, the space truck, flying around. And I'm like, but where are all the crew quarters and shit? Like. Is oh, it yeah. all in that time? It can't possibly be in that tiny part that's separated. Yeah, the thing that's separated looks like a shuttle. Yeah, the bridge is just like the shuttle. Just the thing. shuttle. Yeah. So like all of the all of the people are on the space truck. They've anyway. got to be. Yeah. Right? Oh my god, that's, weird. that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Shit, the design of the space truck thing, I really liked. In its totality, like it yes. looked like a shitty 1.0 ass like right. space thing. Um, but yeah, once it pops off, the front of it looks like a cool alien fighter toy. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, why does it look badass? Like, shouldn't this be blocky and mm-hmm. shitty? And plus the fact that like when I when they were going to do that, I was like, oh, they're going to pop off all of those containers. And it's going to be like a, a like sort of like the... Uh, like a spine. You Wait, know, was that's it not? The, I thought that's no. what, that's what it was. Well, I'm going to go back a little bit. Well, I'm saying like, like the when they separate the cargo, like when they leave off the cargo, I thought it was going to be like the the ship and then like a, a kind of a bare bones area where all the crew quarters and engines are. But instead, the whole truck cab separates from the truck itself i'm still so thrown that after they do that it's like Suddenly they have like a fighter yeah it looks yeah. like something out of battlestar galactica yeah. like it's it, it looks like it's about to kick everyone's ass tough little ship little <laughs> why is it so sleek and threatening looking uh, yeah. <laughs> why would you design it that yeah. way it should just be a giant like minivan like right. a giant bus it's a truck that thing sucks yeah okay well they shoot them in a very anticlimactic zap zap and then they're like little fight don't don't shoot at us i bet you won't shoot at us again yeah yeah 
Yeah, he, Paul's like, leave all the cargo vessels alone, even though it works out of nine out of ten times. <laughs> yeah, okay. The funny thing is, the mom did not look proud. She looked kind of concerned. <laughs> like She did not look like, yay! She was like, Ugh. This will all end in tears. I just know it. Pretty anticlimactic. It's I don't even remember the music being like, yes, we have triumphed, yeah, or whatever. Nothing. It's just like, they're all like, okay then. That, that was right. good. All We're right. now alive. Yay. Moving on. Um, oh, oh, and he does look at his brother and go, I, Captain. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Paul is like, I am job. the best captain in the whole world. And he straightens his vest. Yep. Like all their clothes. Like, look, yeah. look they immaculate. They all look clean and pressed. And Whoever's in charge of laundry has like 10 other things that they have to do. So like what? <laughs> it why should would, look a well, lot shittier <laughs> than this. At least let them wear jeans. You know, like everybody's wearing like dress pants. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, like, like a, a regular belt, like a leather belt mm-hmm. with a buckle and like. Dockers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dockers. Yeah. So back in his quarters, Travis offers to get Reed to remove the pirate blowy uppy thing that's stuck to the <laughs> hull. And Paul's like, yeah, I'll take you up on that, you know. And they, this, this bothers me. They shake hands like the manly men who don't show physical affection to ma- other men. Even though they're like brothers and they had, they just had a really fucking stressful thing happen to them. Right. Their father has died. This is the first time he's seen him and yeah. they're actually having a good conversation. Motherfucker, hug each other. <laughs> My God. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers yeah. got a hug. It just seems so <laughs> weird. You know, it's like, oh, it's absolutely I'm going weird to shake your hand. Because they hugged. Like when they saw each other, yeah, and the older brother was mad at him, right? Like they hugged then, uh, but they can't hug each other now, yeah. Now that they're like getting along and that's respect each other and shit, that like, is what I'm saying. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. So Ahab welcomes Milktoast back on board at the airlock, and he tells him that they saw weapons damage. And Milktoast, this is fucked up. He goes, "Oh, it was just like." You know, an asteroid or something. I'm like, yeah. what? What is Wouldn't that? they want Starfleet to know that there are murderous pirates <laughs> in the area? <laughs> that does not make sense. Yeah, it is weird that he's like protecting that information. Yeah. Even Archer like knows it's bullshit. He's right. like, you sure everything's all right? And Travis is like, never better, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I'm great, sir. (laughs) Everything's fantastic. Never mind the fact that wasn't he going to get Reed to get the space pirates tracking device off of his fucking (laughs) ship? Right, yeah. Reed's going to do the paperwork. Like, he's going to fill out that report. He is that guy who would fill out the report and and be like, Oh, today I removed a a bomb off of Travis's mom's car. We've never met. Kind of get the feeling that the writers were like, No, space truckers are all like super self-sufficient. They don't want no government help. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what they were going for. But again, they still need to get the pirate tracking device off of the ship. Travis so, just forgot about it yeah. and like Enterprise just <laughs> just leaves and they're sitting there like we still have it. St- he forgot about it. the thing. Yeah. You know, it happens. You forget the pirate tracking device on your mom's car. 
That's our episode. Yeah. That yep, is yep, yep. season two, episode 20, Horizon. That's all, folks. Did it trek for you? I don't see anything particular to track in this mm. i don't see anything that makes me go like i have that star trek feeling after i watched it I, there's, yeah there's nothing it doesn't do that for me at all i i got the feel i got the trek feeling from the a or i'm sorry from the b story with the whole frankenstein and you know all that i kind of got that because it's an alien species um you know, investigating some human okay. uh, foible or whatever. And okay. that kind of, you know, and, and they were doing like actual scientific work. But yeah, this is the, the, with the volcano planet. And right, that. right. Yeah, but yeah. the A story, not at all. This could have been anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> this, 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 this does not track. No. Um, do you have uh, a non trek recommendation? Let's see what's out there. There is an Athens band. Uh, that I think a lot of people would dig mm. that uh, I wish I'd been more familiar with sooner, but I think they kind of did a record and stuff during mm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of while live shows weren't happening. Yeah. Uh, but they have a new record coming out soon. They're called Immaterial Possession. Mm. And uh, it's just like this kind of fun, weird, uh, psychedelic folk. It has a very like 60s kind of sound. Nice. Like, you know, trippy 60s kind of stuff. Nice. You know, this is the whole psychedelia sort of thing. Psychedelic folk, uh, nice. I would I would call it. They have a, as of this recording, they have a new record coming out with uh, a couple of singles that are on iTunes and all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Immaterial Possession, the band is going to be my non-track recommendation. Cool. What about you? What is your non-track recommendation? Um, I am going to go with uh, the most recent next Netflix um, uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. They do some pretty good ones. Occasionally, they occasionally they'll get some that are just terrible. Yeah. But the one they'd most re- recently done, uh, it's called American Manhunt: The Boston Marathon Bombings. Okay, there is so much information in that that I had no idea about. Okay, like that happened like. T- 2016 or want to say oh i want to say it was sooner than that maybe it was 2014 something like that yeah uh, but can um, google it right quick yeah but i knew you know the basics of it but i really there was so much going on uh that that happened that i had never heard about and it was very very much very very interesting 2013 2013 yeah, okay that was a cool. while back all yeah. right yeah, that was a it was a really interesting it's three episodes. They get into the motivations of the bombers. Mm, it gets, okay. It's it's much more interesting than I than I would have thought it was was gonna be. So that's my recommendation. Cool. All what right. about uh your band names? I know we came up with a couple yeah. while we were talking. Okay, so initially what I had was space truck. Mm-hmm. There's the movie Space Truckers. Right, right. There's, I'm um, sure and there's, at, yeah, there's at least one <laughs> band. I think more than one band called Bra- Space oh, yeah, Truckers. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Space Truck is taken, mm-hmm. but, but during the course of this episode, we came up with some other ones. So let's mm-hmm. see if we can pick one out out of here. All right. Jailhouse Fireworks. It's pretty good. Movie Nachos, <laughs> and Milk Toast Horizon. I think I'm gonna have to go with the first one. I think that's probably the best one. Yeah, the space truck. Yeah, yeah. Mine was Alien Frankenstein. (laughs) 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 
Or, I'm sorry that that sounds like like a kid band. Like, <laughs> like oh, oh yeah, oh you're oh you're, you're in a band, huh? The little kid with like like a little bitty yeah. kid with like a twi- oh, yeah. Oh, What's the name of your band? Idiot Frankenstein. <laughs> Hell yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> All right, okay. Alien Frankenstein. Or Trucker Pirates in Space. Trucker Pirates in Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alien Frankenstein okay. is, is way better. <laughs> Make sure you are following us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. I am now on Instagram, Instagram.com slash or at or whatever you're supposed to say with the thing, Bag of Lasers. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Stuff Podcast is our Instagram. Handle. Oh, that's what it is. Um, yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> I said it wrong. <laughs> um, and then on um, Facebook, we've got a Facebook group, Star Trek Stuff Podcast. 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 Um, and basically all I do there is is post funny memes and, yeah. and shit, you know. I'm going to start making more original content. Yes, I, I keep making original content memes, but they're totally Athens-based. That's they're, okay. They're completely local. That's okay. For our Facebook group, that would be perfectly fine. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah. yeah. Any any original content you happen to make, send it to us. We'd love to post it. Uh, if you're on Counter Social, I'm on Counter Social at Bag of Lasers. The music that we're using now is from Dim Watts. That record comes out in July. Uh, nowhere to really check that out online yet. But it's called The Nail That Sticks Out. Parentheses gets hammered down, or just the <laughs> nail, which is what we should have named it because it's just like short and catchy. Yeah. Anyway, so that's from Dim Watts. <laughs> that record will be coming out this summer. And other than that, yeah, mm-hmm. just make sure you're on our Patreon. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff. And I guess that's it. That's it. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. Ah. The nail that I-